Good evening, it is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 11.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, and Jesse Bell. Today in YGK is also brought to you through the support of the local journalism initiative, Queen's University, and What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. Join the fun Princess Street Promenade invites Kingston's nonprofits for the fall edition. The Downtown Kingston Business Improvement Area is thrilled to extend an invitation to nonprofit community groups in Kingston to participate in the upcoming Princess Street Promenade. Set to take place on Saturday, September 23rd, this vibrant and popular event produced by the BIA is dedicated to transforming Princess Street into a pedestrian-friendly oasis. This is the final promenade of the season, and it promises to be an unforgettable day filled with fun activities, live music, giveaways, free samples, community engagement, and the best shopping of the year. Understanding the importance of community involvement, the BIA welcomes nonprofit and charitable organizations from Kingston to participate. This is a golden chance for your organization, whether you're focused on animal welfare, arts and music, social services, cultural initiatives, environmental causes, health and wellness, or community development. Whatever the cause, it's an incredible opportunity to connect with our community, spreading the word about your mission, showcasing your work, and building meaningful relationships. Shared Clarissa Ferres, Events Assistant at Downtown Kingston BIA. Please note that fundraising activities by community groups are not permitted during the event. Instead, community groups are encouraged to bring informational materials to share with event attendees and to find creative ways to engage them. Once again, this will be September 23rd at 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Princess Street from Division to Ontario Street. Over 120 businesses and community groups took part in the most recent promenade. Space is limited. To secure your spot at the Princess Street Promenade, you can register at the Promenade webpage. The registration deadline is this Thursday, September 14th. Take advantage of this exciting opportunity to become a part of Kingston's most anticipated fall event. Join the BIA in creating a memorable experience for the community and celebrating the vibrant spirit of Kingston. Utilities Kingston creates sustainability and Climate Action Branch. In its commitment to environmental sustainability and climate action, Utilities Kingston is growing the organization. The new Sustainability and Climate Action Branch will position the company to deliver on its strategic goal to support the City of Kingston as a climate action leader. The branch is led by Remy Adadapo, Director of Utilities Engineering. Utilities Kingston appointed Stephanie Pettis as the new Manager of Sustainability and Climate Action. A key initiative for the new branch will be to develop a Utilities Kingston Climate Action Leadership Plan by the end of 2024 to identify opportunities for operational greenhouse gas, emission reductions, and infrastructure resilience. The branch will also develop, manage, and report on Utilities Kingston Climate Action Goals, manage conservation programs, helping utility customers with water and energy efficiency while preserving and protecting the environment, play a pivotal role in reducing GHD emissions from utility operations, and in partnership with internal departments, address energy system needs through conservation and demand management. Utility companies manage the environmental impact of delivering energy, treating source water, and managing wastewater while relying on the natural environment for clean water and energy sources, says Stephanie Pettis, Manager of Sustainability and Climate Action. This organizational change supports Utilities Kingston in reducing the environmental impact of delivering multiple utility services while furthering our goal to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. You can visit utilities.com corporate slash corporate responsibility to learn more about the company's initiatives to protect the planet. That's all for your headlines this week and next up is Jesse with your sports report. Good evening. This is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk, and this is your sports report for Monday, September 11th, 2023. 
The Queens Gales football team registered their first victory of the 2023-2024 season on Saturday, September 9th in Toronto against the University of Toronto Varsity Blues. Queens got the scoring started early with a six-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Alex Vreekin to the H-back Nicholas Henning, but the Toronto Varsity Blues would respond with a pick-six and interception return touchdown. At one point, Queens trailed Toronto by a score of 9-7, to seven, but it would be the Gales who took the lead into halftime, leading by a score of 12-9. to nine. In the third quarter of the game, Queens absolutely dominated, putting up 28 unanswered points, including a fumble return touchdown by veteran defensive back Keegan Vanek. The Queens defense is still yet to give up a touchdown this season, as the only touchdown scored by the Varsity Blues was that first quarter interception. Queens is now 1-1 on the season and has a massive game this upcoming Saturday, September 16th at 3 p.m. against the defending Ontario champion Western Mustangs. Tickets are still available, but if you can't make it to the game, please be sure to tune in to CFRC 101.9 FM or CFRC.ca to hear all the game action. Kickoff at 3, pregame show starts, however, at 2.45 p.m. We hope to see you there, and if not, we hope that you'll join us on the air. The Queens women's rugby team also recorded a victory over the Varsity Blues this weekend, albeit by a much more comfortable margin of 102 to 0. They are in London this weekend to play the Western Mustangs. That game is scheduled to start at 3.30 p.m. This concludes your sports report for Monday, September 11th, 2023. Jesse Bell signing off. Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. For Queen's students, the semester is now in full swing. You have a few upcoming deadlines for September. After September 18th, students unable to register in fall term by the state must submit an academic petition to the Office of the Associate Dean. If the academic petition to register late is granted, students must pay tuition fees in full, with the exception of OSAP students. Also on the 18th, it's the last day to add fall term and multi-term classes, and also the last date to drop fall term and multi-term classes without financial penalty. September 30th is the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. And also on September 30th, residents, UHIP, and student activity fees are due in full, with the exception of OSAP students once again. In a piece of campus news, students at Queen's University receive Canada's largest science, technology, engineering, and math scholarship. Queen's has announced its 2023 School Lake Leaders, winning $120,000 or $100,000 scholarships for undergraduate study. Ten Queen's University students have been named recipients of the prestigious School Lake Leaders Scholarship. Out of a pool of 350,000 potential candidates across Canada, more than 1,400 students were nominated, of which 100 received the celebrated award. We are proud to celebrate the continued success of Schoolic Leader Scholarships, the premier STEM scholarship in Canada. This group of outstanding students will represent the best and brightest Canada has to offer and will make great contributions to society, both on a national and global scale. With their university expenses covered, they can focus their time on their studies, research projects, extracurriculars, and entrepreneurial ventures. They are the next generation of entrepreneurial-minded technology innovators, says program founder Mr. Schoolic. That's all for a short campus news update this week, and next up is weather and traffic.
This is Christina Lurie coming in with your weather for the next few days. Today, Monday, September 11th, you can expect sunny skies becoming a mix of sun and cloud in the afternoon. With a high of 26, humid X of 31, UV index of 7 or high, partly cloudy and becoming cloudy before morning, low of 15. For tomorrow, Tuesday, September 12th, you can expect cloudy skies with a 30% chance of showers late in the morning and early afternoon. Showers begin in the afternoon. Risk of thunderstorm in the afternoon. There will be a high of 22, humid X 27, UV index of 3 or moderate, and, and for the night, it will be cloudy with a 30% chance of showers. On Wednesday during the day, you will get a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 20. Be sure to tune in to Today in YGK same time on Wednesday to get your weather for the rest of the week. And next up is CFRC's weekly traffic report. For LaSalle Causeway Public Service and procurement Canada wishes to advise motorists of alternating lane closure on LaSalle Causeway for repair work during the following periods. Monday, September 18th to Wednesday, September 20th from 9.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. During this period, one lane will be closed and one lane will remain open for alternating traffic. Two flags persons will be on site to direct traffic. Motorists should expect short delays. For road closures, we have Cummins Road, Wilton to end of Cummins, closed September 10th from 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the annual Queen's University Grease Pole event. Curtis Crescent at Portsmouth is closed August 9th to September 9th from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day for storm sewer restoration work. Highway 401 westbound on ramp Highway 38 is closed September 11th at 8 p.m. to September 12th at 6 a.m. for paving operations. Lower Brewer Swing Bridge is closed until further notice. Parks Canada is continuing its efforts to replace the bridge over the winter. Wayne Street westbound King Street East Ontario is closed August 28th to September 8th from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day for utilities Kingston contractors to install hydro ducts and manholes. Montreal Street Princess to Queen is closed September 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for the Montreal Street Collective Vintage Clothing Market. Notch Hill Road, Queen Mary to Running Maid is closed September 22nd at 5.30 p.m. for the Utilities Kingston Nets Project. Path to Notch Hill is closed until September 22nd at 5.30 p.m. for the Utilities Kingston Nets Project. Sydenham Street, Queen to Princess will be closed until October 12th for Downtown Kingston activations. University Avenue, Union to Stewart is closed September 9th from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. for the Queen's University sidewalk sale. University Avenue, Union to Earl is closed until December 22nd for the removal of debris from demolition and concrete deliveries at the Queen's JDEC project. Wright Crescent, south intersection of Palace to 16 Palace, is closed until October 31st for construction staging for 11 Wright Crescent. Please note that access to Wright Crescent will be through the north intersection of Wright Crescent at Palace Road. As for parking disruptions, the Chan Memorial Parking Structure Restoration Project is now underway. The work will take place throughout all levels of the building and will include efforts such as structural maintenance, renewal of waterproofing materials, and upgrades to the building, mechanical and electrical systems. The work is expected to conclude in late December. The work will be completed in phases to allow the building to remain open to public parking for the duration of the project. Phased work areas will occupy a maximum of 40% of the available parking stalls at a time. Up to 180 spaces will be out of commission. There is parking availability at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages in the two adjacent blocks to the east. At Center 70, public EV charging stations at Center 70 will be unavailable until late October 2023 due to the seasonal relocation of the sleeping cabins to this site. We apologize for the temporary inconvenience. In other delays, Bath Road at Queen Mary expect delays until September 22nd for the Utilities Kingston Nets project. Bay Ridge Drive, Woodbine to Cataractery Woods, expect delays until November 30th for Phase 1 of the Bay Ridge Drive cycling and pedestrian improvements. Duff Street, Patrick to end of Duff, expect a lane closure until October 15th to facilitate the replacement of a water main on Duff Street. Highway 33, east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, expect delays due to construction to improve drainage. Construction barrels and flight people will direct traffic around the work zone. 
Princess Street, Collins Bay to Bay Bridge. Expect delays until October 31st for the construction of new sidewalks and traffic signals along Princess Street. Please note that one lane of traffic will be maintained in each direction at all times on Princess Street. Portsmouth Avenue, Johnson to Curtis, expect delays from August 9th to September 9th to install new storm sewer services. Sir John A. McDonald Boulevard at Johnson, expect delays for the installation of new pressure gas line for utilities Kingston. Taylor Kid Boulevard, Collins Bay to 100 meters west of Collins Creek Bridge, expect lane closure from May 3rd to November 15th for the Collins Creek Bridge Rehabilitation Project. Westbrook Road, Princess to Windermere, Westbrook Road, Princess Street to Windermere, expect delays until October 31st for the construction of new sidewalks and road rehabilitation. For sidewalks and pathways, Rideau Trail, Queen Mary to Parkway is closed for crews to replace Sanitary Main, install shoring, and build a new gravel pathway. That's all for traffic this week, and next up is your events calendar with Dinah. Thanks so much. And now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for September 11th through September 17th. Have an event you would like covered on our website and news programming? Contact us via cfrc.ca today. On September 11th, check out Andrew Van Horn at the Bank Gastro Bar for free starting at 6 o'clock. The Mike Allen Quartet will also play jazz standards and classics at the RCHA, $25 at the door starting at 7 o'clock. On September the 12th, drop in for Tuesday afternoon happy hour jam with Tom Savage and friends for free at the RCHA starting at 4 o'clock. And that evening, Mag and Suds will also be hosting karaoke at the Tavern 2.0 for free starting at 7 o'clock. September 13th, folks can head over to Wolf Island for a free open mic night starting at 7 o'clock at Hotel Wolf Island. And also on the 13th, Doug Vanderhorden is performing musical favorites across the decades for free starting at 7 o'clock at Spearhead Brewery. On September 14th, the Bank Gaster Bar welcomes Julia Finnegan to the Courtyard Concert Series, a free show starting at 6 p.m. CFRC's own John McClurg will play some East Coast and folk music at the RCHA that evening, $5 at the door starting at 7 o'clock. Hotel Wolf Island is also hosting Scottish singer-songwriter Simon Kempston for free starting at 7 o'clock over on Wolf Island. And also on the 14th, the Great Lake Swimmers are playing a big show at the Isabel Bader Centre for the Performing Arts. Tickets are $45 and the show starts at 8. And on September 15th, check out the free weekly Christopher Jackson and Friends show featuring covers and originals at Blue Martini starting at 8 o'clock. Boston Levy and the Codas will also be playing a gig at the Broom Factory starting at 8 p.m. Tickets are $30. Spanish rock band Racer will also perform at the RCHA starting at 8 p.m. Tickets are $10. The King of Queens are playing as well at the mansion that night starting at 8 and folks can also check out Emily Steele and the deal with Brookfield Line for free at Hotel Wolf Island starting at 7 o'clock and on September 16th the Fade Kings will perform at the RCHA for $10 starting at 8 Dead Root Revival is also performing for the Feast and Concert Series at Furnace Falls Farm starting at 7.30 tickets range from $25 to $70 depending if you want to also eat some lovely farm grown fare Kingston Grand Theatre will also host the Credence Clearwater Revival Tribute Band Green River Revival on the 16th starting at 7.30. Tickets are $50. Casador is playing at the mansion that night for $20 at the door starting at 9. Meanwhile, Kevin and the Kitchen Sink will play for free at Tiernanog starting at 9 o'clock. 
And on September 17th, Dave McGrath will also play a selection of rock, pop, country, blues, and Motown jams at Spearhead Brewery for free starting at 2 p.m. And for community events on September 11th, the Kingston Symphony Warehouse is hosting a book fair from 4 to 7 p.m. The Kingston Frontenac Public Library will also host a free mixed-media art creation workshop with Hillworth at the Isabel Turner Branch. The Spire will also host free swing dancing lessons and a social starting at 7 o'clock. On September 12th, ARC members at Queen's can check out a range of drop-in open recreation events for badminton, volleyball, and basketball. For Directions also welcomes Indigenous students at Queen's to a drumming circle taking place from 1 to 2 p.m. Also on the 12th, Loving Spoonful offers free community harvest markets from 3 to 6 p.m. at 100 Days Road and 263 Weller Avenue. And Oberg Kingston will also host a People's History Picnic in Victoria Park from 5.30 to 7.30. On September 13th, Oscar, the St. John's Ambulance Therapy Dog, will visit Mitchell Hall from noon to 1. Joe's Mill will also host a pop-up musical instrument library at the Rideau Heights Community Centre from 4 to 6 p.m. And Musiki is also hosting a life-drawing evening from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. Bring your own art supplies and be inspired by their weekly muse. And on September 14th, head over to the mansion for an evening of comedy and magic with Wes Barker and Simon King. Tickets are $30 and the show starts at 8. Queen's Equity Services is also hosting a doors open event on campus from 10 to 3 for all equity deserving students. Loving Spoonful will host more free community harvest markets at 100 Days Road and Kingston Frontenac Public Library, Wright Crescent Branch from 3 to 6 p.m. The AKA Autonomous Social Center at 75 Queen Street will also host a queer Muslim liberation workshop from 7 p.m. to 8.30. And on September 15th, the Yellow House Student Center for Equity and Inclusion will host the QT BIPOC Welcome Barbecue at 140 Stewart Street from 11 to 2. And that night, Something in the Water Brewing is hosting the New Moon Magic Drag Show starting at 8 p.m. featuring performances by Corky Bitch, Flora Fawning, and Universe. And on September 15th, the Kingston Harley Owners Group will host a 40th hog anniversary lunch at Harrowsmith Brewing with lunch starting at 1.30. Also on the 16th, head over to Richardson Stadium or tune into CFRC 101.9 FM for live coverage of the Queens Gales versus Western Mustangs football game. Kickoff is at 3 o'clock and Monty's will also host beers for queers that night at 200 Ontario Street starting at 9 p.m. And finally, on September 17th, head down to Confederation Park for the Intercultural Arts Festival, a free family-friendly festival featuring vendors, music, and dance performances. Admission is free, and the festival runs from 11 to 7. Also on September 17th, folks can visit the Memorial Centre Farmer's Market from 9 to 2 or the Cataraqui Indigenous Food and Art Market in Springer Market Square from 10 to 3. And CASA, the Queen's Asian Students Association, will host a ramen social in Mitchell Hall from 4 to 6 p.m.
What'll I Wear offers the best in vintage, funky, one-of-a-kind treasures, clothing, accessories, and a fabulous selection of jewels, vintage and new. Find the cutest purse, the most dashing of hats, and sunglasses. Everything to complete your individual look. What'll I Wear has it all. They can dress you from top to bottom. Find your new fashion fave at What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street in Kingston. Visit their new location and follow them on Facebook to keep up to date with what's in store at What'll I Wear. Dear listeners, as you may have heard, Meta, which owns Instagram and Facebook, is blocking Canadian access to all content created by news providers, including this radio station, in response to the Online Broadcasting Act. Access to local news and information matters to everyone, and while radio stations use their airwaves to keep you informed, we also use social media to share local news, events, and initiatives, and even content about our upcoming programming. We need you to write your MP and convey your concerns. Learn more and find a letter template for your MP on our website, cfrc.ca. Thank you for your support. 